Do you tend to lash out when you're criticized or challenged? Or do you tend to withdraw completely? Both tactics are damaging in their own ways, as we'll learn today from Judith Siegel's audiobook, Stop Overreacting, Effective Strategies for Calming Your Emotions. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com. Today, we're featuring an excerpt from the audiobook Stop Overreacting, Effective Strategies for Calming Your Emotions, written by marriage and family therapist Judith Siegel. Dr. Siegel shares that overreacting hurts us as much as it hurts the people around us. She'll help you to identify your emotional triggers, discover a new way of processing impulsive thoughts and feelings, and understand how your emotions sometimes undermine your ability to think rationally. You'll learn how to neutralize overwhelming emotions and choose healthy responses instead of flying off the handle. In this excerpt, Dr. Siegel offers some excellent techniques to use in times of stress or pain to sidestep your anxiety and stay in the present moment. Subdue Emotional Memories Although I strongly believe that we can learn from the past, the experience of being flooded by emotional memories is neither educational nor helpful. In many ways, it is more similar to opening Pandora's box. Pandora is a character in Greek mythology who was given many gifts by the gods, including a box that she was instructed not to open. She became curious one day and decided to open the lid. Suddenly, all the evils, diseases, and burdens that had never existed in the world before were released. In Chapter 5, I explained how certain schemas are stored in the all-good or all-bad drawer of our mental filing cabinets. Once a folder has been opened, there is the potential for all the other emotional memories related to the underlying schema to become reactivated. To make matters worse, Folders that have similar themes can also be stirred up so that hundreds of unprocessed painful emotional experiences can jump into a situation that is already stressful enough. I have advised my clients that it is wiser to close Pandora's box. I tell them that they have a choice to let these emotional memories overtake the moment or to decide to put them back in the box. In the next chapter, we will look at helpful ways to work with emotional memories, but in the middle of an episode where you are splitting and flooding, it is best to put them back in the box and close the lid. One way to accomplish this is to create a mantra that helps you stop registering past incidents. A simple phrase that helps you focus on what's happening in the moment can be a powerful reminder. One man I recently worked with discovered that the phrase, stick with the story, reminded him to close the Pandora's box that held his accumulated resentments. A woman who was fighting to undo the influence of a difficult childhood chose to say to herself, This isn't who I want to be. This was all she needed to say to be reminded of the self she wished to become. Perhaps one of these mantras will connect with you.
If not, take a moment when you are calm to write down one sentence that will be powerful enough to stop you in your tracks when old emotional memories start to invade the moment. If you can do this, it's amazing how much clearer you will be, enabling you to move on to the next steps. Create options. When we are overwhelmed by emotional memories and unhelpful defenses, our belief system is heavily influenced by schemas of other situations that didn't turn out well. Without realizing it, we may be narrowing the field to exclude alternatives and options that would allow things to move in an entirely different direction. There are things that we can do to reverse this process. Don't brood. A thoughtful approach is one that integrates beliefs, thoughts, and feelings, but does not allow the focus to shift to rumination. When your thoughts keep returning to a problem, your amygdala will keep firing. Because this part of your brain is primed to help you act in order to get yourself out of danger, brooding just keeps the sense of danger constantly with you. This creates a vicious cycle that keeps you hypervigilant and emotionally stressed. Many people who ruminate have traits that psychologists label as neuroticism. Neuroticism leads people to construe events in negative ways, be more hesitant to make important decisions, feel uncomfortable with uncertainty, and take longer periods of time to respond to troubling situations. Whether this trait is acquired through genetics, family dynamics, life events, or some combination isn't fully understood, but researchers do know that allowing this pattern to dominate your personality leads to heightened episodes of anxiety and helplessness. If you see yourself as carrying these traits, it is time to confront yourself and challenge responses that were acquired in childhood. Your brain is capable of opening new pathways if you will only give yourself the chance. When doctors Rebecca Ray and Kevin Oshner instructed ruminators to stop brooding about a threatening situation in order to pay attention to the next task, they switched gears easily, giving their emotional network a chance to calm down. Within minutes, they were completely focused on the task at hand and responding just like the research subjects who did not have neurotic tendencies. Keep Goals in Sight Research has shown that we are better able to control our impulses when the part of our brain that holds long-term goals is kept active. When disturbing emotions erupt, we need all the help we can find to make sure that our responses will be thoughtful or purposeful. Our ability to remind ourselves of what is truly important is a strong antidote for impulses that are entirely based on unprocessed emotions. The power of the future will be discussed more fully in Chapter 13, but your ability to hold on to the awareness of the positive parts of your life is very important. Telling yourself how you ought to feel or reciting what you think you should believe is not the same thing, and it doesn't seem to work. When people who don't feel good about themselves are told to give themselves a pep talk and say things like, I can succeed or I am worthy of love, it often backfires and makes them feel worse. However, being able to hold the memory or belief of a time when you felt very capable or very secure reminds you that things can turn out that way again. In the same way, reminding yourself of something that you believe you can achieve in the immediate future helps you steer your expectations away from negative thinking. I have found this to be helpful for the clients I work with. Being able to shift focus from old emotional pains to present or future opportunities 
helps shake the sense of being overwhelmed that is generated when we lose our sense of efficacy and succumb to helplessness. Use props. One technique that can help you shift focus in this way is to create a symbol that represents your most important goal. While mantras can be used for this purpose, it is also possible to carry or wear an item that helps you focus on what you really want. I worked with a successful businessman whose marriage was in shambles. He discovered that looking at his wedding band helped him remember that his wife would simply not tolerate any more abuse and that keeping his family intact was the most important thing in the world to him. A woman who was working on controlling her temper around her child found that wearing a bracelet her child had made for her in kindergarten reminded her of how badly she wanted to keep their relationship based on love and caring. The symbolic object you choose is not intended to become a good luck charm or to hold magical powers, but feeling it or seeing it can remind you of your most important goals. Use reinforcements. Many people who are working on major changes find that daily meetings help them keep their goals in perspective. This is true for many people who benefit from Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous and also for people who draw their strength from a religious or spiritual affiliation. Frequent shared affirmation of goals that you believe in helps keep those goals in sight when you encounter a setback or challenge. Just acknowledging your goals is enough to reconnect the pathways in your brain that loosen the amygdala's grip. Change the ending. Neural imaging studies have highlighted the importance of how we think about the situations we face. Negative emotions such as fear and anger that start in the amygdala can be quieted when the situation is appraised from a different perspective. If you dwell on the problem and ruminate about all its negative aspects, the activity in your amygdala will continue at full force. But there are mental exercises that help shift the focus and allow an entirely different part of your brain take over. To test this out, doctors Rebecca Ray and Kevin Oshner and their associates at Stanford University showed people pictures of stressful events, such as an impending car accident. When the research subjects were told to imagine that scenario happening to them or to someone they loved, they became very upset. However, when researchers instructed them to think of a positive outcome or a way to make it better, the left prefrontal area of the brain was activated and the amygdala calmed down. Challenging negative expectations changes the way we feel and creates the emotional energy we need to turn things around. It seems that when we take a positive stance and focus on what is doable instead of on impending harm, our brain works in ways that help us calm down. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, Stop Overreacting, Effective Strategies for Calming Your Emotions. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. Thanks for listening. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.